Hey guys, welcome to this week's Everything is Awesome. Uh, I just wanted to uh, start the show off with one of these pre-intros before the intro uh, to let you know that, A, yes, uh, we posted this show a little late uh, on the 22nd instead of the 20th. We're two days late. Um, the original uh, guest we had slotted for this week, uh, our schedules conflicted to the point where we could not just get it recorded in time. Um and even though I had a ton of other shows and or, uh, you know recorded and interviews prepared, um, they all kind of have already fit into a schedule for August. Uh, which, if you haven't you know guessed already, uh, we've been talking a lot about the Philadelphia Podcast uh, Festival. So the, a lot of those guests that we have are are slated for August uh, to help promote the podcast festival. So, um, luckily, uh, you know, on this, you know, last night, Thursday night, we, uh, we had an interview scheduled, uh, that was going to air, uh, sometime, I guess it was going to end up being either like a bonus, um, August episodes that were going to air in September, um, after all the podcast festival stuff, but, um, we were obviously now we have a, a slot open. So, we, so um, thank you to Tattooed Bananas for being on the show, and this was one of my, this was a great conversation. Um, you know the the guys, the boys over at Tattooed Bananas, um, and I, I I give it so much love. I haven't even listened to an episode yet. I'm going to download an episode uh, when I'm uh, done this to um, listen on my way to work. Uh, but the 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 concept of their podcast, which we'll talk about in the show, just is phenomenal. So I'm so happy that I got to talk to these guys, uh, and am so excited to see uh, this is yet another friendship being born out of um, this podcasting community, whether it be the Philadelphia Podcasting Society or with these guys Potter and family on Twitter. So, um, thank you to tattooed banana. Uh, that's what you're going to hear this week. Sorry for being late. We will be on time next week on the 27th, uh, with part two of our conversation with tattooed bananas, uh, right here on awesome In the meantime, let's listen to part one. Shall we, uh, right here on the other end of this intro. Lately, we've been doing like having a lot of conversations, me and my guests, before I do the proper intro. So just in case, excellent, I like it. Cool, yeah. Um, now I don't know before before we actually get into all everything, you'll notice as we talk, like on mine, you should see some blue levels okay. like moving as I talk. Yeah, yeah. Before we officially kick anything off, I want to make sure all three of us have that. Otherwise, it's boned. But I see it on Phineas. Yep, I got it here. Yep. And I think. I think you have it too, Bill. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Yeah, this is cool, man. I've, I've never used this before. Yeah, so um, I uh, used to do remote interviews with Skype uh, right. and um, this program called Call Note, uh, which, I mean, so so I, I've been doing podcasting for nine years. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I was a, like one of the original call note users, and then I guess Skype updated something, so call note upgraded to like a like 3.0. Yeah. And it never worked properly. Um, I had to have you guys come through my laptop speaker, angle my microphone a certain way, <laughs> and and have it loud enough that I can hear, but not loud enough that where it would pick you up. It was just awful. Yeah, and then Jupiter had to be right above your house. It was just, it was yeah, too much. Yeah, it was, it was too much. I like, I had to go to a, a like a NASA school to figure it out. <laughs> right. I think there's a proper term for NASA school, <laughs> probably engineering. Uh, I like but, NASA school. Stick with that. That's good. Yeah. Astronaut uh, school. Oh, I should. Yeah. Or astronaut college. Uh, maybe. Astronaut college. Asset school. Assets. Yeah. Uh, and so then I, uh, one of my buddies who, who, uh, I was, uh, I, for the first time in a long time, I was a guest on a podcast, like back in February and they used this. And then like, that's right around when I was like, well, I need a new solution. And, um, even though it's in beta, so, which is great cause it's free now, but right. Right. Uh, there's, there's issues here and there, yeah. but almost every single time, uh, the support team has either given me a satis- uh, a satisfying answer as to why it can't be recovered, uh, or they have recovered it. Okay. So well, that's good. Oh, nice. Yeah. So if you guys do remote recordings, I, the only downfall to me recommending this is that, you know, I don't know when they're getting out of beta. Yeah. They've said, oh, right. they've said for, uh, like in a couple of weeks for the last, I've been using it probably for like three or four months now. So, um, so it's just been continuously like maybe it's gonna go live now, maybe it's not. But, okay. uh, I yeah, it's it's a really good program, a really good uh, utility for podcasters. Nice. Did you guys yeah. hear that weird like lawnmower go past my house real quick? I I didn't. No, I didn't either. It was like a dude on a moped covered in glow sticks. It was crazy. <laughs> oh. What the hell was with my neighborhood, Bill? Well, the the human popsicle guy was the best. Oh my god! Yeah, how many okay. licks did, did it take, man? Uh, too many. It was like a it, it, Kev. It was like a dude in like this very bright soccer jersey, but he looked like a human popsicle the way he was dressed. That's fantastic. Yeah, he had like bright orange shoes on and like big yellow socks, and then the jersey <laughs> the jersey looked like something from like Cameroon from like. World Cup soccer from like Nintendo, it was pretty impressive. I love it. I yeah. love it. It was awesome. Yeah, there's uh, the the silliest thing that we have in this area is just an old guy that likes to call the cops on fun things. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fun. And I mean, I, and that's saying something because I'm in I'm in my early 30s, so I don't do too many fun things. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so you said you're in the Philly area, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so. Um, we're doing the uh, Philly Podcast Fest this year. Oh yeah! Uh, oh nice! Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, the first year that I've been a part of it. Uh, oh cool! It's the, the fourth annual one, and uh, it's kind of why like I went and had I got our uh, our logo redesigns, and uh, got the I'm getting got the stickers. We're getting a bunch of like buttons in and cool. a, a oh, bunch of little awesome. free neat swag. When yeah. is that? Uh, it is it's over the course of two weekends. It starts um, August 19th uh, at a comic book store in Philly. Okay. Um, nice. Phillypodfest.com is the best place to get all this info. All right. And then, and then it's going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then uh, the following weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and the, the, and most of the podcasts are going to be doing it out of – I don't know if you guys have ever uh, gone to Tattooed Mom. I don't know how often you come to the Philly area, if ever, but – 
um, there's this bar in, on South Street called Tattooed Mom, uh, and they, they're hosting most of the shows, and that's where we'll be at. I don't know. Oh, that nice. might, you, know, you know, we've been kicking around the idea of trying to do a live show. That might be the most, like... Tantalizing. It would be. It would be, like, the greatest way to kick off a live show oh. if we could get Tattooed Bananas at Tattooed Mom. We could, oh, dude, you, you know what? I'd say, we could do our, guys our should, um, experiment. apply next year. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. That would be incredible. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, and they're not real picky because, I mean, I'm going to be doing it. So. <laughs> no, but you've been doing it a long time, man. You know what's up. Like, Yeah, but this show uh, is I've only been doing – so. Uh, I'm glad this is like maybe stuff that's not going to get into the actual episode. This, this I talk about like my audience. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, super friends. Cause you guys just hear this with every podcaster that I talk to. But that's what what happens when I talk to podcasters. Cause I, I like to think of this show as more of a conversation show than an interview show. So, um, but so stories get repeated often. Uh, I am the, the less famous thinner Kevin Smith, basically (laughs) the same thing over and over again. Um, but yeah, so this show is only, I've, I, I mean, as the time of this recording, we're only 20-some episodes in. By the time we hit the podcast fest, um, we'll probably be, because we're, we're doing a lot of like promotion and, and doing a lot of interviews, we're going to go to uh, two episodes a week for the month of August. Oh, nice. Um, oh, cool. So we're going to be up to, like I think, early uh, early 30s by the time August is uh, over. Okay. Um, but uh, And then all the other shows, like the issues I've always had was like, finding people that could be a co-host okay around my schedule or around their schedule or whatever it was right right. uh so this show is perfect because it's like kind of like i get a new co-host every week because it's really how it's kind of treated it's not treated as a traditional interview sometimes i try to get some you'll see as we go on Uh, we try to get questions out there but i i I'm a terrible interviewer, so I, I try not to. Like, I did zero research on you guys. In fact, I'm so glad you typed your names in because I, like, <laughs> I don't know their names. <laughs> well, don't worry about it because even if you did do research, you wouldn't come up with a whole lot. Well, you come up with too much. Oh, that's true. Yeah, a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, I always try to give, um, like, like podcasters, I try to give at least one or two episodes a listen, but, like, it's just been, A, day job has been super busy, and, like, preparing for the podcast fest, I'm about 20 episodes behind in every podcast I listen to, and I'm a podcast guy, so. Yeah, same here. Uh, yeah, so, so it's like, oh, so I'm just going to go, you're, like, the second or third podcast that I'm just kind of like, all right, let's just go, let's see what happens. Well, that's what that's what I'm glad you said because I uh, I took a little trip down to the beach today when my wife was putting the kids to bed, and I I fired up your your bonus episode. There's that guy in that moped again. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. I'm sorry. This is gonna totally throw me off. Like no, I mean we we totally at least for uh, depending on how long we go, if it goes to two episodes, we definitely have a name for one of the episodes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <right>? absolutely. <laughs> No, but so I, I was listening to the one you did with um, that guy, uh, Tal, right? Oh, but yes, yes, Tal yeah, Klein. Yeah, and I started listening to it, and I was totally into it. And then I went, I got out of the car, and I went to play a little disc golf, and then my phone wouldn't play it anymore for whatever reason. So I didn't get to listen to as much of it as I was hoping to. So same kind of thing. I know next to nothing. Perfect. So, but no, it, you don't have to worry about being a good interviewer. You're just a good conversationalist. Yeah. Oh God, you're the first person to say it besides myself. Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter. You know, like yeah. we've we've actually, you know, we've been doing this little, you know, 
trying to do a 50 state tour of other shows, which seems like a ridiculous I, I venture. Love it. I saw, I, I saw that tweet and I was like, I gotta hop in on this. Yeah. Right this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. But the same kind of thing, like we went on, you know, other people's shows and like, we had no idea what we were going to talk about. So we just started bullshitting and here we were. So yeah. it was perfect. And on that note, let's start the show proper. Yeah. Uh, welcome right. to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I'm your host, Kev, and this is a show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Uh, now, a couple, uh, well, you know what? To air, to air, because I didn't air an episode uh, this week uh, with the craziness of, of how life just gets sometimes, uh, these guys will uh, be the first to. Uh, air or whatever you say in podcasting world uh, be available for download as a our first podcast with two guys it's only our second time we've ever interviewed two other people on this show Fantastic. Uh, so so uh, in a way in a way another history making episode um, and it's a first I don't know how you guys the audience can qualify that if you will but uh, so the way this, uh, you know, these guys came about. This is one of those shows that, uh, if you haven't heard already, uh, I had zero prep time uh, to, uh, you know, I didn't, I had it, I just didn't do it. Uh, and on Twitter, they they said something, and I, and I think I was following you guys ahead of time, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't have seen the tweet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, just through the whole Potter and Family movement, which has been a great thing on Twitter. Um, and uh, I saw this tweet about we want to do this 50 state tour thing uh and when i saw this i started I was like well, okay tattooed bananas what what's this and i like i did like a quick little search i was like ah, you know what it'll be fun to do i love talking to people so please welcome to the show uh the host of tattooed bananas phineas and bill welcome to the show guys thanks for being here hey kev thanks for having us man yeah, this thanks is awesome. for having us kev this is gonna be fun yeah it is yeah, so so um, where do you, like what's your? I like to start with the origin story. I kind of went. We start off that way before going on wild tangents. So, um, where does the love of you know whether it be podcasting or broadcasting or radio, whatever it is, just talking? How did that come about? Like, does it start off early on, or whim of, whim of uh, a moment type deal, or what? I'm going to let Bill fill this one because he's, he's good about the origin story. So, Bill, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I, I, like, um, I like the way you pose the questions because a lot of times people pose it like just – and it, I don't know. I just don't like the way it comes across. But the way you said it, it was beautiful. So thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we came up with the concept um, in the middle of, a night, of the night. We had taken a bus up to Maine and we just decided – let's do a podcast and neither one of us, I don't think really had any idea what a podcast really was, but we're like, yeah, we'll just talk and maybe people will like it. So that's kind of what we've been doing. And it's been a, a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's kind of Bill and I, all right, to, to go back, Bill and I have been friends. We're both in our early thirties. We've been friends since kindergarten. So okay. these are all the same conversations that we have on our show that we've had in person for the last 30 some odd years and we just figured why not record it and let people enjoy it and it's kind of worked out so and i love that kind of concept for a show i i I have been as long as i've been podcasting i've also been listening i've always been more of a talk kind of guy never really been into music 
Um, and, you know, so when, like, I, you know, listen to talk radio in the Philly area has always been, like, a great thing. When Free FM was, uh, you know, replaced YSP, you know, rock radio for a little while, I, I, like, loved it because I was like, oh, I get to hear guys talk all day long. And then, like, podcasting happened in, in you know, 2006, 2007. And I was, like, I fell in love with the medium right away. We mentioned earlier about, you know, how I, I kind of judge myself as, as Kevin Smith, just less famous. So obviously <laughs> a huge uh, Smodcast fan. And that's all Smodcast is, is two best friends sitting around talking. Yeah. And I think that's why I love that kind of show. And that kind of show gets such a bad rap, like especially on Reddit. Um, I don't know if you guys like follow the, the podcast and podcasting uh, subreddits. Uh, we haven't, no, but I'm, I'm sure that's a nice wormhole that we could fall down. It's, it's actually, again, like, that was my, before, you know, Potter and Family, before, you know, even a, much more locally, the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, before I kind of got into those uh, forums and found how strong this community of podcasters is, um, I, I went to Reddit and like to try to get some promotion going for some of the shows I was doing a couple years ago. And like there, it was a great, like it was a place to go and it got a couple hits and stuff. And it was, it was kind of like from uh, Potter and family. I, I kind of don't communicate like personally with as much as I do the Philadelphia podcasting society. And we're yeah. really like, just kind of like everyone does talk and like I've, I've made friends through there and, um, and it was it, Reddit is not that it's almost like that, but it's, it's uh, it can be helpful and it can be a lot of hate, uh, which is just Reddit in general, I guess. Yeah. Um, but the podcast ones, like a lot of the people that want to do a podcast will say, yeah, I want to sit around with a friend and just talk. And if you say that on any of the podcast or at least the two that I follow, like there's everyone says, don't do it. Everyone does it. Don't do it. And I think that's such like a negative thing to to say to a, someone that wants to do a podcast because, you know, it's yes it's true everyone does your show or 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 a variation of your show where it's just a couple of guys sitting around talking but i don't know to me like that can be just such could could be fun that could be all i want to listen to well that was kind of the nice thing because when we had the idea about it i mean this was (laughs) not that we really uh got on our 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 horses and and took off with it because we (laughs) we took this bus trip like four years ago and (laughs) we only got started last was it last September, Bill? We got yeah, going, yeah. right? Yeah, it was a, we it finally, was September. every time we would see each other, and we're, we're close, we you know we spend a lot of time together, we'd be like, hey, we should do that podcast. And we're like, hey, you want to go hit some golf balls? And be like, okay. You know, and <laughs> it would just kind of like, it would die off. And then, but that was the whole thing. Like, we weren't looking to reinvent the wheel. We just wanted to do something fun, you know, with a good friend. And that's what we've been doing. Yeah. And if like, if. And I think that it, like, so the. Oh, God, I'm sorry, Bill. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if. If just one person tunes in and hears like a, a five minute thing where we talk about two different stories and they connect with one of them, like that's all it's about. Like, I don't, you know, everything else, I don't really care. Like, if somebody likes it, great. And I hope you do. And if you don't, that's cool too. You know, yeah. everybody's different. And I do it for me. And if you like it, that's great. I do it for you. Well, sometimes I do it for you. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. And, that's fair. And Kev, tonight, no, I'm, but that's I do what... it for you. That's what I like, and and Kev. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and and I'll tell you what. I mean, like the the way you just talked about your show right there, is how you sell me on that show. Yeah, and and how I become a listener, even if there's a, like an episode, or like, even if the first episode is something that I just don't connect with. Like at the end of the day, it can also be 
uh, and this isn't a negative thing about your podcast or anyone's podcast. It can just become background noise, yeah. um, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. Like I, I soak a lot of information up through background noise. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the way you described why you do your show and what your show is to me is like a perfect selling pitch. And, and it's for especially new podcasters out there that want to do a show like that. I say do it because if you're going to get experience, that's the best way to do it. Like sitting down with a good friend and talking and then maybe yeah. move on to something else. Like, like this, this venture, everything is awesome was completely, and it's still kind of completely unfamiliar territory. Cause I, I used to do, they were shows with friends, but they were much more formatted in classic kind of radio, f- you know, formats and yeah. segments where we right. did, you know, Oh, we're going to do a news segment. We're going to do a sports section. We're going to do an interview section. We're going to do this and that we're going to have commercial breaks and, and, and it's going to be more live. And I mean, that's the one thing I've carried over is I don't do much editing unless like someone says, Hey, you know, I don't want to talk, you know, can you cut the Nazi stuff out? Then, <laughs> yeah. I'll cut that out if you ask. Um, and, uh, you know, but it's, it's, uh, yeah, you, you, to get to a podcast that, that maybe you're unfamiliar with, or, or it's like a topic you're unfamiliar with. I think it's best to start out with, with a show of, talking with friends yeah and that's and, and, that's all we're doing yeah yeah and, and it's i think it's silly to discourage anyone from doing a podcast because it is as hard as it is to to put together it's also one of the easiest things that you can do creatively yeah exactly you know like we've we've gotten some nice feedback from people where they said like i feel like i'm just sitting around listening to these guys talk you know having a couple of beers and that's that's pretty much what it ends up being you know, yeah, that's, like, that's a five star show for me. Like, that's yeah, great. Yeah. And I love that. I, I love that. That's what, you know, people have said about what we do and, you know, just, just the whole podcasting thing. It's definitely something I'm enamored with because, you know, we're getting to meet a lot of cool people and we love that you reached out to us and said, come on and let's just, you know, chat for a while and see what happens. Yeah, I, I th- and I think that's something that um, I don't know if it was because I was in my 20s. Uh, or if it was just because podcasting is so much different now, it's, you know, whether it's because it's, you know, the technology is just available more so than it was even five, six years ago, or if it's just because the community is so much bigger, but like, I never paid attention to other podcasters nine years ago, you know, or even as little as two or three years ago, I started doing it now. I mean, by nature of what I do, because I need to interview people helps a little bit, but um, yeah, I mean, it's such a strong community. It, it, it's, I've met so many fantastic people, um, you know, f- from tabletop. Like I, I fell in love with tabletop RPGs again because of this show and nice. talking to other podcasters. Um, and I, I just, it's just such a great medium, I think as a fan. Oh yeah. And, I love it. And as a yeah, podcast. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I think I heard you guys mention, or at least I think it was Phineas say like, all, like a lot of what I talk, I listen to is podcasts and it sounds like that's what at least, you know, you guys do as well. Yeah. Um, right. That's a huge form of my entertainment. Well, I was going to ask, what do you listen to Kev? Oh man. It's, it's a lot of indie stuff now, like because of uh Philly podcast, uh, no, not the Philly podcast festival, which is tightly linked with the podcast society, but with the podcast society and Potter and family, like I've picked up a lot of what I deem as indie. Um, so I used to listen to nothing but Smodcast and like maybe like a, like a Stone Cold's podcast and and Chris Jericho's podcast. Um, 
I've dropped a lot of those mainstream ones or whatever you would consider mainstream. Yeah. Um, I think I've held on to Smodcast uh, and Tell Em Steve Dave. And then um, if I have time, Hollywood Babylon. Uh, other than that, everything is like, you know, I mean, you, you, you pick a Philadelphia based podcast. I probably have at least listened to it once. Nice. Um, if you like tabletop podcasts, uh, a tabletop RPG. I highly recommend um, Party of One podcast. They do some excellent uh, one-shot two-player games. Okay, cool. Um, and um, and then uh, two other podcasts. Uh, one of them's Philly. One of them's not. The Philly guys are a Quest for Magic and Steel. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I listen yeah. to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just got into them um, and just interviewed David Steele actually. Oh, nice. Well, Bill and I were kicking around the idea because we love like that. All right, so the other one that I really love to listen to, I don't know if you listen to my brother, my brother and me, but they do um, the Uh, that was that was probably from uh, Mr. David Steele. I think he suggested that to me. The Adventure Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so good. And I, I never played Dungeons and Dragons growing up. I I remember friends that really got into it, and I kind of wish I had because it's so creative and it just like you know it, it takes a whole nother you know, style of, of creativity to, to get into it. But um, Bill and I were kicking around the idea. We would absolutely love to go on a show somewhere and be guest characters on somebody's campaign. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, campaign. That would be just, oh, yeah. that would be fantastic. Oh, I would love oh, that so, so much. fun. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, you guys contact Party of One. It, it wouldn't be a, a campaign that you're jumping into. Okay. But it would be a one-shot adventure. That's that's what they do. I um, oh, I don't know. So yes. I don't know how he'd he'd probably want to work it where it was like an ep- one episode for Phineas, one episode for Bill, because it, it is based off of two-player RPGs. Okay. okay. But maybe he yes, could do cool. something special for you guys. Uh, uh, that would be so yeah. good. At Party like of One Pod on Twitter. Stuff. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to look this up, Bill, and get this done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to try something like that, I, I I was on his show. We did a Doctor Who, and here's the thing: is is he doesn't just limit it to D and D. He he find he like finds whether they're mainstream in the tabletop RPG world, game systems, or they're like being developed, and he's contacted the designer and has has gotten like a beta version to play or whatever it is like he, there's so many different game systems um out there especially for like uh, according to to I, i've known about two-player rpgs for about a year now and it's been like a growing community over the last like five years it's really cool yeah and absolutely. it's such a cool concept if you find i mean there's one that i wanted to play badly that was like a, um, a, a zombie based one uh, but Ooh. I just I ultimately decided to go with Doctor Who because my my geekdom won out more. Than <laughs> uh, and, and it was it, it is such a fun time. Like I'm going to I think I'm going to be on again for a, a part two of our adventure that we had. Excellent. Uh, for for a Christmas special, maybe spoilers. Cool. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I love it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, definitely contact him if you want it. That's a quick, easy way that I know how you can get in. I badly want to like. Uh, not only do his show again, but like find a campaign like you guys were saying and whether it's like playing, like play an NPC or just be like, I have my own. So I'm kind of like you guys um, where I never played as a kid. Um, we tried, uh, but we always had bad experiences, me and my buddies, um, whether it was like the group we were playing with or whatever. Uh, so, Things got too sexual. 
Oh, I wish you that was the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Things got too, way too serious. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to you got to take the first rule. It's it's pants off immediately. And yeah, then I mean, just that's, get into it. that's how I play now. Take I, I just pants and jacket. Yeah. What, what? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying now. Well, isn't isn't RPG rolling, petting, and groping? Isn't that what it's? I think so. I think in Asia for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah. So so now I like I've played I think two or three sessions in like the last year that have been ta- like taken seriously to the point where everyone's willing to role play. That's the difference, in my opinion. A good um, tabletop. Uh, RPG session is when everyone's willing to just have fun and right. and basically take that role of improv, yes and, and and go with it and role play. It's when it's like, well, uh, like if the DM's too serious about it and it's like, no, nah, listen, you can't that that the, the dice doesn't let you do that. Um, then it, then it just kind of it gets a little wonky. Like uh, t- uh, too cool for tabletop is a, another campaign podcast that i listen to yeah um and they play the fifth edition of dnd um and what's but but they incorporate a lot of this system called dungeon world which okay. i i learned from too cool for tabletop that and sounds very sexual it's it is actually most of it takes place in a dungeon with chains and ball gags. nice oh um, yeah i like and, it but it, it is uh, all story based. Like they, they like they don't want you to say I'm going to use and you find a move on your list and you say that move. Dungeon World wants you to say like you know describe how you're going to put the ball gag in someone's mouth, uh, and then you know you find the appropriate move on your list and you roll for it. So it's very narrative driven. And um, that's what Too Cool for Tabletop kind of brings into uh, their campaign for for Dungeons and Dragons Five, whatever. All right. Uh, cool. So, but another, that's another one to listen to if you want okay. to listen to another campaign. Podcast. But you were saying the zombie stuff. Bill and I just did another guest spot on the show. Is anyone there? They're guys okay. from New York, and they do. Um, it's like a, it's like a comedy kind of. Um, like advice show about the post-apocalyptic world of zombies. And that's, it's really funny. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Those dudes are good. What's it called? It's called is, is anyone there? Is anyone there? I, I uh, will be checking that out. Cause that, that concept, um, I, that is, uh, great. To me. I, I used to, so I'm a walking dead fan. I'm pretty sure everyone in the world is. Bill's not. What? What's your yeah. problem with with The Walking Dead? Well, like I think it was like the second or third season. They're like, they got a barn full of zombies, and it's just dragging. And I'm like, okay, this is just okay. too slow, and I just I could never get back into it. It okay. got better. It got way better. Yeah. Okay. I I will give you that. Um. I actually uh, back when that season, like I guess after that season aired, um. Uh, I did a. I used to do a podcast called Academic Nerds, which actually was reformatted from a podcast called Monday Pod, and it was a fan show about Kevin Smith. But then we realized <laughs> that was a terrible idea, and we reformatted. Um, but we so we so I sat through uh, that that farm season of The Walking Dead, and I will say that it was kind of awful. At least that I think that was when they started doing like half seasons like they would split the season um and and that first half was awful because it was just so slow uh 
But according to my buddy who I did that academic nerd show with, he watched it on Netflix and he said, I, I didn't have an issue with it at all. Um, so I, I think it was being subjected to it on a weekly basis and made it worse. Um, but it has definitely gotten way better since then. Nice. Um, in my opinion. But anyway, um, I, we used to, so one of the podcasts I used to do was called the walking dead Zomcast. Uh, and then AMC shut us down. Uh, <laughs> did they really? Uh, Seriously? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you got a cease and desist. We did. We got a, a, a email from the AMC lawyers. Um, we, we started, uh, so are, are you guys familiar with stick cam? Uh, again, sexual based nature. I, I know it from, from Never mind. Go ahead. Explain <laughs> your side of it. It's, uh, well, it's no longer a thing because of sexual things that happen. But before all that nonsense, um, it was like the, it was the, the YouTube of live streaming. Uh, like back then, um, YouTube didn't even have a method for live streaming or at least not open to the public. Uh, Ustream was like probably the most popular one next to stick cam at the stick cam at the time. Um, and, and we worked out a deal with them to be like basically the talking dead of, of, um, stick, of stick cam. So like we, so as soon as we started doing that, we didn't call ourselves the talking dead. We just kept our name of the walking dead Zomcast, which is totally different than the show name, especially when there's a podcast out there called the walking dead podcast. Is it really? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I think they actually stopped, but not because they were forced to. I think they just wanted to stop. They were tired of it. Um, huh. But yeah, yeah, we started doing that, and we're like, you know, we had a, like I think ten thousand views an hour, and um, they they we got shut down shortly thereafter. That's uh, nice. And yeah, yeah. So I, I for the longest time uh, put a ban on AMC, except for The Walking Dead. Okay. I've since I've since lifted it. Oh, that's uh, good. Because there's just a lot of quality TV on that on that station. What do you think of Fear of the Walking Dead, Kev? The okay, so I'm saying this, but keep in mind, I have not watched season two yet. Okay, all right, okay, all right. which does not it does not reveal my feelings about the show. I actually dug the first season. It was yeah, um, it was really good. I I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, I think the uh, and I'm going to assume Bill did not watch it because of, he he abandoned the franchise. Yeah, no, it it was. <laughs> I, I still have nightmares about that barn. Like just napalm <laughs> the the dang thing. Oh, yeah, God. that's true. Um, so Fear the Walking Dead. I think it, here's what it did wrong. First, oh, we'll, we'll throw some negative out. I still don't uh, know what happens after the uh, the barn last. Oh, Rick Rick dies. Uh, Rick and Carl they die. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they eat each other from the inside out. They probably deserved it. Um, <laughs> they did. I'll tell you what, Carl season one and two and probably three for sure. I hated that little kid. Yeah, it's true. In the show, he was. And here, so the Walking Dead Zomcat, my old podcast, we used to call Carl in the comic book a badass. Like he was an amazing character. Um, but in the show, at least for the first three seasons, if not more, he was a little bitch. He like he was. I hated the kid. Um, but anyway, so Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, the characters I could not care for at all. Like no, no, they they uh, and and that may be because it was just the first season and they were unfamiliar characters. Whereas the first season of The Walking Dead, being a, a fan of the comic book, like I knew these characters going in. Yeah, okay. Um, but but what Fear of the Walking Dead did right is 
they brought like the 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 fear of the zombies again like they you like in the walking dead it's just a nuisance they're like mosquitoes at this point yeah um it gets better the 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 second season i think i got into it more and you know what i didn't really think about it too much but i think there was so much going on around them that you didn't really get into the characters too much but i think you they do a better job of of kind of bringing you into their their little circle in the second season well, and I think that also being that they, they're in a second season now, okay, you're familiar with these characters after six episodes or whatever it was for the first season. So I, I, I'm sure that when I sit down and watch it, I'm going to enjoy it. I just, I, I it was a show like The Walking Dead is one of the, the television shows that my fiance and I like really liked to watch together. Like I don't watch her shows, She doesn't watch my shows, but that we'll watch together. So we gave Fear the Walking Dead a shot and, um, she didn't really like it. And I was like, well, I can like not watch it. Like we can do something else instead. And I'll just put it and I'll, I'll go back and watch it later. Uh, so I, that's something I'm going to definitely get caught up on before um, yeah. we get back to October. But um, I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm glad that it seems like it gets better. Yeah, uh, it, character does. Development wise. it does. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely like, I, I want to see that like that world expand as much as popular uh, as possible. It's it's. Um, I love that world. That comic book is what there's two comic books that brought me back into reading comics in my twenties, yeah. walking dead and the civil war storyline for Marvel. Um, ever, you, I know they just came out with uh, the secret life of pets. Do you ever think they could come out with a secret life of pet zombies? Oh my God. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. Right? <laughs> yeah. That'd be yeah. solid. We could do, let's, let's make that show. We could, we could come up with it. I could tell. I mean, you could definitely do at least a, a five minute uh, parody. Oh, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Sausage Party, the animated one that Seth Rogen yes. did? Yes. That looks that looks amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm conflicted about it because yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I I don't I think definitely like my my humor has changed in the last nine years as well as like so. so like nine years ago, I know Kev of nine years ago would have found that hilarious. Uh, I think it's definitely it's th- something that I'll definitely check out on on DVD or Blu-ray. Okay. Um, I, I I in my thirties, I've discovered that I am only going to give that movie theater dollar to movies that that deserve it, or at least that I, not, I that's the wrong terminology. I shouldn't say that. Movies that I I know I'm going to go in and enjoy and not regret spending that dollar on. Okay. I saw Deadpool in the theater and I saw a mom bring her two kids who had oh. to be like seven and nine years old. <laughs> That's at a most. Bad idea. It was incredible. And I sat, I sat right behind them and <laughs> it was just magical because like I knew exactly what it was yeah. going into it. And I don't know if they thought it was going to be like Wolverine or like a <laughs> Captain America kind of thing, but it yeah. was incredible. And it made every dick joke so much better. Yeah. Like when he pulls the ring pop out of his butt. I lost my shit because these people in front of me were just like cringing about it. I don't know why they didn't just get up and leave. (laughs) They stayed for the whole thing? They stayed for the entire thing. They clapped after the uh, the credits. They did. But they were also masturbating furiously through most of it. So, you know. (laughs) That's awkward. It is. It was really, it was bizarre. So, Uh, I mean, yeah, talk about a uh, movie that like just shocked like i couldn't believe that a how good it was uh and b like how 
on point and on, uh, timely the jokes were. Oh like, yeah. Like the the um the, the subway joke. I like me and my fiance my fiance will rarely go to see these movies with me, but X-Men have won some favor with her. So okay. she was willing to go see Deadpool. And, I, and it was Ryan Reynolds and it was a, like I you know, it was a comedy. You like, can't I told say it, no to Ryan Reynolds. More yeah. than a superhero flick. And you saw and you saw the shadow of his penis after he gets burnt. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I mean that that's hurt. awesome. No, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like burnt Ryan Reynolds' penis. It's a look. check in the right box. Oh man, that's a bumper sticker right there, man. <laughs> yeah, there it is. I bet you he'd sign off on that. He would not send yeah. a letter of cease and desist. No, he would definitely be on board with it. No, he is a guy that has like all these like superhero movie actors. Like they have like kind of got like they kind of treat the characters right even when they're not playing the characters like Robert Downey Jr. does a good job with doing the Tony Stark thing and and um I think both Chris Pratt and Chris Evans like for the whatever bet they had for the Super Bowl like oh they, yeah that was they, great they did a bunch of hospital stuff for each other that was yeah, really cool yeah. but Ryan Reynolds I think has gone above and beyond the call of duty of, yes. of doing and I guess may, a lot of it's more marketing than doing good for children oh hospitals. yeah absolutely that's true. but I yeah. I think it still comes from like more love than than a paycheck, and yeah. uh, I I mean everything that he's done, I have lo- like I was looking for all every everything that was like like that marketing that they were doing, and even like the Japan trailer for um, X Men Apocalypse, where he he cut in at the end of it to to preview his movie for the Japan release, like that everything they did with that movie was a hundred percent accurate and yeah it was right point. on point bill yeah. did you see deadpool no i don't even know what a deadpool is it sounds disgusting <laughs> uh, this is it's great it's a pool full, full bill, of dead animals or what bill's the best between geography sports and like current events you know pop culture stuff he is like just a wasteland you and know what? It I, is, uh, I was lying you're my, you're my favorite I, I was lying i saw a a deadpool mike's hard when we were in um, Wyoming in the gift shop at um, Big Sky. So oh, it's you did. Like a, a red guy with like a black face, maybe? There you go. Keep yeah, going. Yellow. What else you got? There's some yellow Keep going. there. You're nailing it. You're doing so good. Uh, Bring it home. I think it was mango flavored. There you go. That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's what burnt Ryan Reynolds' penis tastes like is mango <laughs> flavored. <laughs> Oh God! I, so you know, so, so is this true about you, Billy? You're like you're not like a pop culture, no guy. I had um, I had two serious questions for you actually. Just okay. the the <laughs> oh, first God. one will will probably ex- explain a lot of it. But um, how many sides are on the Dungeons and Dragons um dice or die? Twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. It's twenty. Okay, yeah. I don't, yeah. I didn't okay. know. I was just curious. <laughs> okay. What's the second question? Um, did you ever see that movie where nature attacks humanity and like people are jumping off of buildings and stuff? It was like an M. Night Shalahum movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one with Mark Wahlberg. What was that? Yeah. Oh, The Happening? The Happening. The Happening, yeah. That's what um, The Walking Dead reminds me of. They're just like, if we get far enough into the country, shit's going to be cool, guys. It's fine. Just keep walking. We're going to be good. I, re- I remember you gave me a DVD copy of The Happening, Bill. Did I? Yeah. 
Was that what I, I think? I still own it. Yeah, yeah, it still has your chick- it still has your chicken scratch handwriting on it. Do you still have the one with the the documentary, the um, Golden Gate Bridge, and all the suicides? That one. Um, no, crazy. I only watched that on my birthday for uplifting <laughs> my spirits. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, only only watch that one if you just got a puppy or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to bring you down. If you're too happy, just watch that one. Yeah. Oh, about wow. the Golden Gate Bridge. I think I, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a. I can't tell with you guys if that's a bit or not. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that 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 documentary exists for real. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's we've that's never not talked a, about that before. No, we haven't. That's true. We've done what 36 episodes, and I don't think that's come up. Yeah. No, but everything. I mean, probably everything we do is a bit, but nothing's rehearsed because. Everything that we end up talking about, we don't tell the other person what we're going to say. Okay, okay. And just see. And it was like you were saying before about improv. It's just yes and. Okay. Right. So, you know, if I ask Bill what it's like to get a hand job from God, then, you know, he has to go <laughs> ahead and, and talk about what it's going to be like, no matter how cringeworthy he thinks it's going to be. Yeah. That's what we uh, do. I dig it. I, yeah. Uh, you, you got, I love the... the um, the Abbott and Costello feel of you guys. <laughs> That's a great way. I love that. I Nobody's don't know ever what it means, but thank you. <laughs> well, I, I'd venture to say that most of our audiences don't probably even know who Abbott and Costello is at this point. Uh, that's just a pool from like, I, I, I my, my dad worked overnights when I was a kid. So when, when he was home during the day, he was the caregiver, but he was also really tired. So we watched, like I watched a lot of Nick and Knight type television back in the day, like nice. Hogan's Heroes, uh, uh, Batman sixty six, like that's the television. Like Mary Tyler Moore, that's the TV I grew up on. So I knew Abbott and Costello. Oh, that's nice. great TV. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. It was it was a I, in a similar fashion. My my kids. I have a four year old, four and a half year old son, and a two year old daughter. Uh, they're forced to play 8-bit video games until they earn the right to go to 16-bit. Nice. That's, <laughs> that's great. Awesome. Oh, man, that's so good. That's parenting. That is. So what are they playing right now? What do you got them on? Is it Bubble Bobble? Uh, they, they don't really uh, – my daughter doesn't really play anything. She'll, she, she'll grab a phone. Like I'll let them play phone games. But, yeah. Um, yeah, because the, the, it's not a real game. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, my son has um, – we, we've played Mario on uh, virtual console. Okay. Um, yes. And that's, that's a, like, he likes the concept of games, but he's, he's just not there yet at four and a half. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, and he does like, I'll also, when his older cousins come over, his cousin is like nine years old. He's like, I unfortunately have no control over what he's exposed to. Right. Uh, right so yeah. he's like an Assassin's Creed, modern type of video game guy. So my son will, quote unquote play aka hold a controller while uh, his cousin plays those games so he's a budding sociopath playing assassin's creed and i'll tell you what there's there's nothing worse than watching a nine-year-old kid play assassin's creed um all he wants to do is swim and fish and i told him i was like well you can definitely swim but there's no way to fish in this game like and mind you, I, I own the game, but I haven't played it yet because I haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed, so I want to go back to the first one and play. I'm also a parent, so I don't have time for video games. Yeah. Um, so, but like he's playing Assassin's Creed 4 or whatever it was a free download on Xbox One a couple months ago. 
And he's like, yeah, I want to just go. F- like, there's fish in here. I want to go fish. And I'm like, that's not how video games work. Like- That'd be so good. Like, all right, I like Assassin's Creed. But that would be fantastic if you had, like, little side campaigns where you're like, you have to catch 10 trout before <laughs> right? you can stab someone in the neck. Well, and I think, like, he thinks that way because, his, like, I think he may play WoW or he did it. Like, he saw his dad play WoW. Okay. And, like, that's totally a thing in WoW. Like, you can just, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go catch 10 fish or whatever. Um, so that's Bill, wait, real quick, there. Bill. What's yeah. WoW? <laughs> if if that was the game, I would play it. This like where you just kind of kick it and catch a couple fish. That sounds right? fun. That's Bill, part of the game. Bill, when when Kev says playing WoW, what is he talking about? Whip it this out. This is Wednesday. not a bit, Kev. Wednesday. <laughs> right. Open Anthony. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're so close. You're so close. Oh wow! Oh, cause it's <laughs> like when, like a hot chick walks by and you're just like, "Wow!" Yep, yep. Wow, you got it, you got it. Or you could do yeah. like the the Joey where you're just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> you're you're going back to blossom. Is that what you just did? Yeah, that's, that's so good. I saw I saw a really good tweet. I don't remember who it was from, but they were saying like, "What are your top five favorite '90s shows?" And I was about to respond, but then I was like, "I don't know if I want to open that door because I'm like, there's so I many. really I really like Blossom, and I really enjoyed Boy Meets World and Family Matters yeah. and that dinosaur show that was on TGI. Dinosaurs. Like, uh, dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, let's go. Uh, let's let's just uh, we maybe we don't have to number them, but let's talk '90s television because okay. I love television in general. But like '90s TV always holds a special place in my heart. Married with Children, uh, Mar- yes, Married with Children. Though that that started in the late '80s, so it wasn't like was an '89 yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but well, I we mean, can say it went into the '90s, yeah, right? Yeah, it definitely went into the '90s. Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld. For me, I'm a huge Friends fan. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That is, um, I mean, I don't think, uh, I don't think there's been a sitcom that's been better. In I don't my one know. That yeah, I loved it. Yeah, my my wife loves Friends, and every time I sit down when she's watching it, I'm like ah, and she goes, "You laugh every time you watch this show." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I get into it. I'm it totally dead." Good. Yeah, I love it that funny. show. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the only show that I guess like the modern day equivalent of Friends was. How I Met Your Mother, but even that was not nearly as good. No, no, because Ted, 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 Ted was a little bitch. Yeah, but Neil Patrick Harris was awesome. Oh yeah, no, he was great. Um, how so about that, uh, so not, how about his show from the was it was that the nineties? Uh, Doogie uh, Howser. Yeah, was that the nineties? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it had to be in, a, in the nineties at some point. Baywatch, right? That was nineties. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that was '90s. That was a sh- that was a show that was on all the time. Doogie Howser started in '89. Oh, oh. but that still went to the '90s. Like Roseanne, that was an '80s show that went into the '90s, though. Yeah, that was really Ro- funny. Yeah, yeah, Roseanne was great. Uh, was I mean, all the too. TGIF shows that we already talked about were were great. Yeah, uh, even like Step by Step, even the later ones, like Step by Step by Step, I liked, which. It's funny. I was reading an article recently about, uh, I say recently, within the last year of 90s TV, and they were talking about Step by Step, and they're like, yeah, this is just Brady Bunch redone. I was like, holy shit, it is Brady Bunch. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it, 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 
I and I, I don't know if I went back to any other shows that that I watched to see what they were based off of because I didn't want my mind to just explode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that blew my mind. Like that 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 was Brady Bunch just for a modern day. Yeah, um, I guess you don't want to peel back the curtain and kind of take that yeah. that love away from it. No, it really it does. Like it, currently, like it would cha- like I probably would not go back and watch it now that I know that it's a Brady Bunch. Like, I'll just go watch Brady Bunch if I want to watch the Brady Bunch. Yeah, right. right. Uh, which is not a 90s show at all, but a great show. Yeah. It is solid. So, but no, we, when we were talking video games before, I was thinking when uh, when Bill and I usually get together to do live recordings, when he comes to my house, we bust out the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. Uh, play, play some Cruising USA. Oh, that game was great. Yeah. That we, me and my buddy, we used to, and I, I think we did it either like independently and when we would play together, we would hook it up to our VCR and record ourselves playing Cruising really? USA. Oh, that's, I, that's so good. And I don't know why. Like, I, I don't have the VHS tapes now to, to, to show it, <laughs> but we would definitely record it and I guess rewatch it. And it was like your highlight reel. I mean, I, that, yeah. That was like your Sports Center Top boy. 10. Oh, it was so fun. Right? Check out that left turn. You killed it. <laughs> oh, you killed yeah. it. But that's, like, got to be one of the best racing games made, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Until well, you that and, well, I guess it's not really a racing game. Well, yeah, that's true. When you're a few beers in and it's really, really repetitive. Yeah. Like, I remember we beat, the, we beat the whole map and then you get, like, one car upgrade. And you're like, what? Like we got to do this like seven more times. Like that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, really, I see. I, yeah, I guess my adult brain wouldn't like it, but I do. Like there, I think every now and then in random arcades, I'll see Cruising World or something, which not as good as Cruising USA. No, no. But America. every now and then I'll see it. and I'll say, oh, I gotta play it. Yeah, America. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Did we, what else did we play? What was it? NBA. I never get it right. Hang time. Hang time. Yeah. I uh, said so never been a basketball guy either, watching it or or playing video games. That's, I'll play. Ba- I'll play physical basketball and have a good time, but I can't right. watch it. Can't play a video game of it. We uh, once got made fun of by a guy walking his dog because we were so bad at basketball. It was. <laughs> That's true. We really <laughs> one of the low points of my life. <laughs> That's true. I totally forget about that. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite basketball story happened probably about. Well, I'm 32, so probably about five years ago. Uh, we went to the to my old high school, and we were just playing basketball in the parking lot. And for whatever reason, like I was really really into it. And like I'm running to get the ball, and it was like it, someone shot it, but it was way off. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop it from going past the the net. But the park, we we're in a parking lot, so there's guardrails, and no, I, uh, I'm not looking, no. and I just run, and I I swatted the ball, but I hit the guardrail and just do like a, I guess a what is it a like a two seventy? Yeah, two seventy. I flip and land on my back. Oh. And, and like and, like I just get up after I'm like, what just happened? And everyone's like. That was the best thing we ever saw in basketball ever. That's so good. <laughs> Living yeah, legend. It, it's it will be the and I'm I mean I'm not like uh, Kevin Smith fat. Not that he's fat anymore. So that's a bad example. I'm not a huge guy, but like I'm even five years ago I was probably like two fifteen five years ago. 
So I'm not a light guy. I'm not athletic. I can't jump. So basketball is not my sport, but that will forever be my basketball moment. Nice. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> well, when, when we were growing up, Bill, do you remember that basketball hoop that we had nailed to that tree and we put a mini trampoline in front of it uh-huh. and just yeah, dunked the shit out of it? That was, that was so good. I, uh, at home, I I don't know. I begged for a basketball net, got one, and that like it, as a kid. I mean, we're probably talking twenty years ago at this point. Uh, when I would want one, so like twelve years old, and like they had to be expensive back then. Like they had to be. I think they're expensive now, so I can only imagine they were like a thousand dollars twenty years ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I I got it, played it. For, I, two months, if that, and would just randomly like. I think every kid gets one with the intentions to play it with it all day long, and then it's, it's just a lawn ornament at that point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's usually what I see in my neighborhood. Like, there's got to be, like, when I drive out, there's got to be like a dozen basketball hoops, and I rarely see kids playing with it. Even like when I'm, you know, coming home later in the day, like there's just there's nobody outside. You're, you know? you're not allowed to play with it outside. You gotta go oh. outside to play with it. Oh, you! Oh man, could you imagine like a full size basketball hoop in your house? Oh, it'd be I, so tight. I hope be. to be that stupid rich one day where I can have that much money to say, you know what? Let's just drop some money on an indoor basketball court that's not going to get used. I'm going to send you a picture next week, Kev, because my wife and I are going to house sit um, for friends of ours, oh, and God. they have an indoor basketball court. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No joke. And it's it's amazing. And they have, like, an arsenal of Nerf weapons. All right. We're going to end the show right there. Uh, <clears throat> we, we went a long time. Me and the boys from Tattooed Bananas. What a great show. Uh, they are some of my favorite guests I've had, as I said, um, in the, somewhere in the beginning of this first hour, uh, and I definitely say in next week's episode in part two, uh, these guys do the podcast that, that should be done. It was the show that was made for me, really, just two best friends sitting around and talking. I, I couldn't love it any more than that. Uh, <clears throat> I have... Uh, sat down on my way to work today and listened to part of their first episode, uh, which usually first episodes are tend to be the weaker episodes in a podcast, and it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I cannot, uh, and if I sound like I'm out of breath, I'm going for a, a, a light stroll through uh, my complex at work here uh, to A, record this outro, and B, get a little exercise son it's nice it's a beautiful 95 degree weather day why not um so yeah tattooed bananas uh phineas and bill they were great to talk to i can't wait uh to do the philadelphia challenge with them it's going to be such a great time but in the meantime make sure you check them out on twitter at tattooed bananas on twitter um and check out the show their podcast you can find it on all the podcast catchers itunes Google Play, music, whatever they call it, uh, and, you know, Stitcher and stuff like that. Just search for Tattooed Bananas. And uh, make sure, if you haven't already, check out phillypodfest.com uh, for more information about the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Like I've been touting for the last few weeks, we will be performing live there August 21st, 2016 at 2 p.m. at Tattooed Moms on South Street. For Everything is Awesome, I'm your host, Kev. And we'll see you next time right here, only on awesomepodcast.com.